Blog Talk Radio.
I am, Jehovah, the mighty God. Good afternoon, and welcome to Miracle Outreach Ministries on Sunday. I'm Pastor Sabrina, and I pray that you're overcoming in the warfare that you're experiencing in Jesus' name. Amen? Amen. There's a warfare all real Christians endure. There's a warfare that there's some suffering in. There's a warfare that's called for you to fight. There's a warfare you're going to need your weapons for. There's a warfare. It's right where you are, and you must use your weapons to overcome in Jesus' name. Amen? What you must do in the natural, you must do in the natural. What you must do in the spirit, you must do in the spirit. You cannot fail on either part. You must overcome. You must overcome. The overcomer lives in you. You must overcome in Jesus' name. Amen? Amen. You can't be a warrior and not war. You can't be in a battle and not fight. You are called into the kingdom for such a time as this. This is the time for war. So you can put away all of your whining and crying and sulking and moaning and all of that other procrastination and other works of the flesh that you allow for yourself. You may put away your overeating and your oversleeping and all the other works of the flesh that you indulge in. You may put away your mouth doing the wrong thing. It's time for war. And when it's time for war, you don't have time for the flesh. You must walk in the spirit. Your outcome depends on it. You must communicate with the Holy Spirit. You must hear from him. You must learn to obey. This is time for war. And let me say this. If you live in the United States of America and you are yet to take the opportunity when the opportunity presents itself, and if your state so allows for you to apply to have a concealed weapon, It is now time for you to get that done. I'll say this again. If you live in the United States of America and you're not a felon and your state allows, if you have not taken the opportunity to apply for a certificate, a license, to carry a concealed weapon, the time is now. You may forget about your fears. That time has passed. You may forget about your intrepidation. There are classes that you can take. You need to seek the Lord, and you need to follow his instructions in Jesus' name. Amen. Is there anybody that did not understand what I just said? Okay. Praise the Lord. If you are of age, if the law so allows, if the Lord says now, if you're financially able, it's time to get moving in that direction. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. 
we have come to this place, at least in the United States of America and probably other places in the world. So since we knew we do have the Second Amendment and we do have the right to bear arms, it's time to move in that direction. Amen? Amen. We would not want to procrastinate and wait until things become more intense to finally decide to move on what we know to be right. If you are here, it's because the Lord has allowed for you to be here. If you are a citizen, you have the rights of citizenship. Amen? And whatever your concerns may be, your heavenly Father will listen to you. But he calls his people to be circumspect and not foolish, to live in a sound mind because you have access to the mind of Christ. As a result, you will need to give serious prayer and consideration to what I just said. Amen? Things have changed in the world, and they're changing still, and they're rapidly changing. This is not an opportunity to sit on your hands. This is an opportunity to do what's right because it's right, while you still have the opportunity to do what is right. Amen? Amen. So I'm I'm hoping and believing that most states have a class of some sort, and you might want to consider enrollment. Amen? Amen, in Jesus' name. Some of you already are equipped in that area, and some of you are not. But now is the time. Amen? Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, as we come before you, with all of our shortcomings, all of our failures, all of our missed opportunities, all of the things that weren't quite as they ought to be. We thank you that there's your mercy to depend upon. We thank you that your mercies are new every morning, and great is your faithfulness to your people. We want to thank you, Lord, for touching us. We want to thank you for encouraging us. We know that the warfare came because we're moving in the right direction. We're doing the right thing. The enemy responded, and his response was to let us know we had just done the right thing. Amen? So we won't stop doing the right thing because of appearances. No, we will bind the appearance of evil. We will not fear under any circumstances. Fear is not in you, and it has no business being in us. Amen? So we surrender. We cast down every imagination, every fear, every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. With the sword of the Spirit, I cut you free from that ball in Jesus' name. With the sword of the Spirit, I cut you free. The fire of God to the connection. The fire of God to the connection in Jesus' name. Return to sender. Return to the sender. Return to the sender in Jesus' name. Return to the sender. Return to the sender. Return 
the descendant in Jesus' name. Break it, break it, break it in Jesus' name. Break up and go. Break up and go. Break up and go in Jesus' name. Break up and go. Break up and go. Command it to come out of you. Don't just sit there. Tell that thing to leave. Father, release your angels to assist in Jesus' name. Release your angels to assist in Jesus' name. Rumba babeshe rubohore gese tarabro. Silla la diosunda da brete de sele de diota rakahaha. Isha da diosunda da diosunda da brete de diosunda da. Rike de diosunda da diosunda da diosunda we repent of sins of ignorance. Our refusal to fast until we get the breakthrough. Our backwardness. Our fears. Our fears. Our fears. Our fears. And our fears. Our fears. And our fears. Come out of our Every single fear must go. 
every concern, every worry, every care, every stress, every anxiety, every I don't know, you're bound in the name of Jesus. Come on out of God's people. Hey, every hat works against you. Come out in Jesus' name. Every bet works against you. Come out in Jesus' name. Every curse sent against you. Come out in Jesus' name. You're all bound. Go into the spiritual cage. To the feet of Jesus for judgment. Come out of God's people. Come out of God's people right now. Deep breath and cough. Deep breath. Earth and cough. Deep breath. Cough from your gut. Not your throat. Cough from your gut. From your gut. From your gut. Cough from your gut in Jesus' name. Ruke de Ringe de
We thank you, Lord, for touching us, for healing us, for delivering us in Jesus' name. We thank you for forgiveness of sin. And we praise you for the celebration of the death, burial, and resurrection of our Savior, Jesus Christ. And now if you have your elements. For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. We thank you, Lord. We partake of the bread in Jesus' name. You may partake. After the same manner also, he took the cup when he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. Thank you, Lord. This do ye as often as ye drink it in remembrance of me. Partake of the cup. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. Wherefore, whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily shall be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself. And so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily, eateth and drinketh damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this cause many are weak and sickly among you, and many sleep. For if we would judge ourselves, we should not be judged. Amen. But when we are judged, we are chastened of the Lord that we should not be condemned with the world. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, the Lord. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we are assigned to occupy on the earth during troublesome and treacherous times. Men are faithless, duplicitous, disloyal, dangerous, and overflowing in deception. They have no respect for an established trust. Instead, they prefer to betray. From parents to presidents, lies and unfaithfulness abound. Father, we thank you that you have given to us your power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. And nothing shall by any means hurt us. We lift up our eyes to you because you are our help. 
you will not suffer our feet to be moved. Give us wisdom, Father, to execute our delegated power against the tra- traitoring spirits, traitorous spirits in our land. Execute your warfare through our lives. The angel of the Lord encamps round about them that fear you and delivers them. You, Father, are our refuge, and we lean upon your everlasting arms. Because we have made you, Father, our refuge and habitation, no evil shall befall us. No accident will overtake us. Neither shall any plague or calamity come near to us. For you give your angels charge over us to keep us in all your ways. Because we have set our love upon you, therefore you will deliver us. We will call upon you, and you will answer us in truth. You will be with us in trouble. You will deliver us and will satisfy us with long life and show us your salvation. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Father, we take authority, dominion, and power over every spirit that we have ever engaged in termed fear. Deuteronomy chapter 3, verse 22 says, Ye shall not fear them, for the Lord your God, he shall fight for you. Ye shall not fear them, for the Lord your God, he shall fight for you. So we take authority, dominion, and power over every fear called the phobia. Every fear called the phobia. We take authority, dominion, and power over the fear of death. We take authority, dominion, and power over untrusting and faithlessness. We take authority, dominion, and power over heart attacks, over an oppressing sword, over being faint of heart over anxiety and stress and fear of death, over torment, over horror, over terrors, over nightmares. Men in fear, fear of man, fear of missing heaven. We take authority, dominion, and power over the realm of fear. From our position, seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. And we bring you down, down underneath the feet of Jesus. As he is, so are we in this present world. No fear shall reign over us in Jesus' name. We break your grip and hold in your power in the name of Jesus Christ. And, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we bind Satan, the strong man, all his evil angels, evil spirits, demonic agents, all of his underlings, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, orders, and we cancel all demonic assignments and satanic agendas against the righteous. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. We bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit 
We close and seal all portals, channels, and open doors of access to the enemy. We pull down all demonic thrones. We bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. We bind the demons and workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep. We bind rape and murder to a strong man and dethrone them all, chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. We bind all trafficking demons, electronic, digital, and technology demons in their attack. All reporters, listeners, watchers, peeps, whispers, familiar demons. All demons that come in the form of an animal and approach us in any way or approach our property in any way or fly over where we are. We pull you down from your high place in the name of Jesus. And we ask our Heavenly Father to pierce you through with his sword in Jesus' name. Any witch, wizard, or warlock embodied in an animal. Off with your head in Jesus' name. We bind Leviathan spirits, Kundalini spirits, water marine spirits, sex devils, unclean spirits, passive devils, sorcery spirits, pain afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation, artificial intelligence, smart dust spirits, and all of your attacks. Return. Return to the sender. Return. Return to the sender in Jesus' name. Every attack must go back. All electromagnetic attacks, smart technology and particle attacks, techno-paganism, mind control by the occult, pulse microwave radiation attacks designed to cause neurological problems, brain injuries, mechanical breakdown, debilitating headaches, vertigo, binding direct energy microwave weapons, Oh, return to you now according to the covenant in Jesus' name. We bind the passive devil. We bind the sex devils, the water and marine spirits, the unclean spirits. The seducing, womanizing, whoredom spirits, all the voices of the stranger, the seducer and the charmer and their attacks. We send it back in Jesus' name. The all targeted radio frequencies, all pulse weapons and their attacks, microwave attacks, debilitating sonic frequency attacks, the work of every druid. You're bound in the name of Jesus Christ. Any principality ah, in our region that attempts to establish a foundation, we curse that foundation in the name of Jesus Christ. We curse that foundation. We command it to break up and go right now in the name of Jesus. We command it to break up and go right now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, we strip you of all authority, all permission. All licenses In the name of Jesus Christ We command you to leave 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 and never return in Jesus name 
We take the ground from under you with the blood of Jesus Christ in the name of Jesus. We break the power of all permissions that you've been given by man in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, there are too many liquor stores that are open in our vicinity. We call for the closing. We call for the closing in Jesus' name. We call for the closings in the name of Jesus. We bind all hypnotic, trans devils in their attack, all mystic rituals in their attempt, all 5G in their components, EMF, EMP, everything from the cell lights, from the cell towers, from our devices, in the name of Jesus Christ. We overturn and empty our cauldrons and chalices. Upon the hands of the conjurers and the magicians, we bind every ordinary magic and mystic arts, Buddhist black magic, Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean, Hindu, Indian, African, European, Russian, Asian, Islander, New Zealand, Australia, the Caribbean, Latin, North America, South America, the Arctic, the Antarctic, Indigenous, Uruga, tribal, Ruka to the native, Ruka de Yabri, Ruka de Yabresha, Tadabreke, the Yusu, the Yusu, Tadabre, Ruka de Yabresha, all black and white magic, we bind you wherever you are in Jesus' holy name. Ruka de Yabresha, the Yusu, we bind every order of mis- magic and mystic art, even ancient art, in Jesus' name. We bind all Morgellons' attacks and we return every attack to the senders. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind all free-flying devils. We bind all evil spirits, which take animal forms, all shape-shifting spirits. We bind every demon responsible for the dominion of sin in our culture. We bind impulsivity, inattention, racing mind, hyperactivity. We bind the prince of the power of the end. We return his powers to Jesus Christ. We bind the power of the dog and every abomination that's been committed. We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind the Mandela effect, all satanic ritual abuse, devil satanic worship, and witchcraft dedication. We bind all formations of bullflies and demonic insects. We bind all spiders in their webs, trapping them in their own webs. We bind the transference of evil spirits, spirits of infirmity, supplanting the gods of the people of the land, the gods of the grove, and every spirit that exalts science, human reasoning, Knowledge, demonic knowledge. Against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes, we bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind every lie coming through our governments in Jesus' name. We bind every lie, every deception, every untruth in the name of Jesus Christ. We send you into the spiritual cage in the name of Jesus and we call you uncovered forever in the name of Jesus Christ.
We bind our spiders in their web. Trapping them in their own webs. We bind the transference of evil spirits, mammon and his agents, and all demons sent forth to sabotage, spy, destroy, infect, wear down, mock, lie against, manipulate, harass, hinder, monitor, besmirch, trap, block, distract, confuse, pervert, stifle, curse, expose, stop, intimidate, defile, assassinate, corrupt, divide, undermine, confound, attack, reproach, despise, and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. We return and loose these attacks to the senders according to the covenant. We bind the bondage of the generation of fools, the spirit of the fool, the anger of the fool, and we bind the carnal mind. We return to sender according to the covenant, all and every reprisal, retribution, counterattack, retaliation, all avenging, all blowbacks, all vengeance, every boomerang, each payback, and all requiring of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. This includes every evil work, mark, rite, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, pronouncement, vow, root work, or sin against us, astral projection, sending demons to us to work against us and against all that pertains to us. No demon, no wicked person or unrighteous event left behind. In Jesus' holy name. We bind all vampire spirits, trying to suck our life and vitality out of us. We bind all voodoo, hoodoo, ancient arts, mystic rituals, devils attending the New World Order, New Age Movement, and the Great Reset. We bind make-believe, fantasy, and la-la land, the spirits and works of the oppressors, false religions, numerology, horoscopes, the spirit and the children of disobedience. Martial arts, yoga, transcendental meditation, antichrist ideologies and doctrines, Ahab and Jezebelic spirits and practices, lewdness, perversions, the outworking of vain deceit, death spirits, spirits of destruction, chaos, and mayhem, oppression, depression, anarchy, premonition, clairvoyance, ESP, telepathy, psychokinesis, out-of-body experiences, reincarnation, haunting, poltergeist, astral travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, spirit guides, Defilement by wizards, we bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, so we bind the king of pride and his entire kingdom, and we chain him with eternal chains under darkness. We bind all human, demonic, blood, sexual, financial, animal, fecal, and soulish sacrifices. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry. We bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work, mind control, apathy, nature worship, deception, scoffing, error, worldly indoctrination, military spirits, rioting, abuse. All pros, all fear, combative jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, and temptation to sin. We bind Belial, Beelzebub, Baal, Molech, Basilic, Python, Neptune, Zeus, Apollyon, Kali, Isis, Osiris, all gods and goddesses, Mammon, Atlas, Baphomet, and his 72. In the name of Jesus Christ, we command Baphomet to loose his grip and hold on the 72 nations that he thinks he rules in Jesus' name. Jesus Christ is Lord of all to the glory of God the Father. In the name of Jesus. So we undo the work of every demonic weapon, fireball, poison, voodoo pins and dolls, hot and cold spots, and we return their afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and pagan sources. We bind all promptings, codes, triggers, charms, tumors, and designs in Jesus' name. We bind the brotherhood, the lodge, the craft, the grips in Jesus' name. We break the power of every Masonic ritual in Jesus' name, ceremony and rite, all their evil powers that they execute by way of demons in Jesus' name. 
and also with every associated group, including the Demole. We bind their prayers in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind every spirit that was familiar to the lay of the sins. We bind the pride and foolishness of our own opinions and the work of errors in our life. We return and loose all the retaliation of, of the enemy upon his own head, according to the scriptures. We bind all traditions and customs rooted in sin. We denounce and renounce them all and loose ourselves from them. We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassment, witchcraft, and mind control back on their own heads. In Jesus' name, we bind the spirit of slumber. We thank you, Father, that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall thy enemies harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, and minds to receive what the Spirit of God says to the church. We repent of an evil heart of unbelief in accord with Calvary. We ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence. Lord, we've come to loose the bands of wickedness, undo heavy burdens, let the oppressed go free, break every yoke and chain, and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Lord, we've come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief in whom we serve and obey. Praise the Lord. If you have a prayer language, now's the time. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem, for kings, for all who are in authority, and all true Christians everywhere. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand shall save us. We disconnect ourselves, Father, from every spirit that has followed us, was transferred to us, was sent to us in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind its work against us and send it right back where it came in the name of Jesus Christ. We render unto them sevenfold into their bosom their reproach, wherewith they have reproached thee, O Lord. We take authority, dominion, and power. Over the power over all that concerns our transportation in any way, in the airwaves, in the water, or on the land. Ruka said, We bind every spirit that would attack in Jesus' name. We send the attack back on the spirit that brings it and the spirit that sent that forth in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you for the wall of fire that surrounds us, Lord, with your glory in the midst. We thank you for the armor of God. Oh, la, la, we raise the shield of faith of so with we will quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. We thank you for your warring linking angels that surround us, your praising angels and your ministering spirits, but we thank you for your presence in, the, in our midst. We pull out all fiery darts, pins, needles, spear, all voodoo. Hey, pull it out. Pull it out now in Jesus' name. Pull it out. Pull it out now in the name of Jesus. Pull it out. Pull it out now in the name of Jesus. We burn all ungodly silver coins, ley lines, soul ties, attachments, covenants, agreements, oaths, consents, garlands, leaves, packs, pledges, vows, and all forms of agreement with the demonic realm. We break down, tear down, and destroy 
Walls of protection, any protection around shamans, globalists, nanotechnology, Satanists, wizards, warlocks, witches, sorcerers, diviners, soothsayers, and such. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. We break the power of every love spell, vex, hex, curse, charm, fetish. Psychic prayer, psychic thought, voodoo, magic, sorcery, sickness, pain, torment, psychic warfare, prayer change, incense and candle burning, ungodly blessings, crystals, hoodoo, root work, tribal rituals and sins coming against us. We send it back in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Yeah, we break every yoke, breaking every chain, breaking every yoke, breaking every chain, destroying every yoke, destroying every yoke, breaking every chain in the name of Jesus. And we release the liberty that is in Christ Jesus our Lord over the saints and miracle outreach ministries in Jesus' holy name. And the church said, Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise you, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. There you go. Praise the name. Hallelujah. We won't allow the enemy to interfere with God's plans for our lives. We will not allow the enemy to interfere with God's plans for our day. We will not allow the enemy to interfere with God's plan for us eternally in Jesus' name. We will not allow it. We will not allow it. We will not allow it. Amen? Amen. Satan, we resist you in the name of Jesus Christ. We resist you in Jesus' name. We resist you in the name of Jesus Christ. We resist you in the name above every name. We thank you, Father, for the word that you've given us this morning. We thank you that it will pierce our heart. We thank you that it will make a change forever in our lives. Today we're talking about Christ consciousness. Christ consciousness. Amen. Christ consciousness. For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Be not thou therefore ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor of me his prisoner. But be thou partaker of the afflictions of the gospel according to the power of God. Thou will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee, because he trusteth in thee. To become conscious means that a person is able to think and to feel able to think and to feel. So if you're living your life 
just out of your feelings, what's wrong with your brain? Somewhere inside you there's a switch to turn it on. By all means, turn it on now. Amen? If you're conscious, you're supposed to be able to think. Amen. If your thinker isn't working, turn the switch on. This person would know what they are doing and why they are doing it. There is an awareness of what you are thinking, what you are feeling. And what you are doing, there is no intelligent reason for any child to respond to their parents' questions with, I don't know, when they indeed do know. That includes all of our responses to our Heavenly Father. All such responses are known as lies, and the suitable chastisement ought to be administered. Consciousness involves the continual use of the mind. That means you may not put it on pause and come back some other time. You may not pause for a station break. Consciousness involves the continual, without ceasing, use of the mind, the intelligence, and the ability to produce thought. Amen? Let's go to the book of Genesis. Genesis chapter 1. Genesis chapter 1, beginning with verse 26. Genesis chapter 1, beginning with verse 26. And God said, let us make man in our image, after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So this demolishes the theories about evolution. It's clearly stated by God Almighty that mankind is created in his image. So you could not have evolved from some lower form of life because you were made in the image of the highest form there is. You didn't evolve from a fish. You didn't evolve from something flying in the air. You didn't evolve from some lower form of cattle or anything that was creeping from under any rock anywhere. You were made in the image of God. You were fearfully and wonderfully made by the wonderful one himself. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. 
He doesn't have trans anywhere. He designated two genders, male, female. There is no trans listed. I was someplace yesterday, and I thought I was minding my own business. And suddenly, out of my mouth, I leaned on the counter, and I said loud enough for everyone in the room to hear me, I'm not changing my gender. The gender I was assigned when I was born is the only gender I will ever have. I'm not changing it. I'm not going to the feet of Jesus explaining to him why I suddenly became confused and stupid. I'm not doing any of that. What I was given, what's listed on my birth certificate, is what I will always have. You see, I have rights, too. I have the right to maintain the gender that God assigned to me. And I don't have to change it for anybody. Now, have I made that clear? Praise the Lord. It didn't appear where I was that anyone got embarrassed. So evidently they were prepared for that small sermonette. God made humans like unto himself. He graciously gave to us certain abilities. We have the ability to think. So you have no excuse for not doing it. And to allow these our disposition. Acts chapter 26. Acts chapter 26, verse 2. I'm going to prove to you from the scriptures that you can do this so you can stop telling God that you can. Acts chapter 26, verse 2. I think myself happy, King Agrippa. I think myself happy. You've watched toddlers do this before. They fall down. Then they get up like nothing happened, and they keep right on doing what they were doing. So why is it when you become a little older, you pretend that you don't still have this mechanism at work in your life? Situations happen just like they happen to toddlers that you don't find pleasant. But toddlers get right back up. They make themselves happy again, and they go right back to their mischief. So now what is your excuse? Philippians chapter 4, verse 8. Philippians chapter 4, verse 8. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, that kills the lies right there. You know, the lies you like to believe, that knocks them out. True and honest. That's the end of that. Whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, So that's your pornography gone right there. That's your lusting gone right there. Whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, that kicks out your gossip right there. If there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. 
God would not tell us to think if we could not. So if we do not think, it is our own choice because the ability to do so has already been given. God gave us the ability to reason, the ability to think and to form judgments and to draw conclusions. Isaiah chapter 1, verse 18. Isaiah chapter 1, verse 18. Isaiah chapter 1, verse 18. Come now, says the Lord, and let us reason together. Come now and let us reason together, saith the Lord. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. First Samuel chapter 12. First Samuel chapter 12. And as you're turning there, you see God is saying to come together with him. He wants to deal with you. He wouldn't tell you to reason with him if you didn't have the ability to do it. He knows you have it because he gave it to you. He made you in his image and his likeness. You are not like a gorilla and you're not like a snail. You didn't come from any ape anywhere. Amen. First Samuel chapter 12 beginning with verse 6. And Samuel said unto the people, It is the Lord that advanced Moses and Aaron, and that brought your fathers up out of the land of Egypt. Now therefore stand still, that I may reason with you before the Lord of all the righteous acts of the Lord, which he did to you, And to your fathers, stand still that I may reason with you before the Lord. So you have the ability to reason. Amen. Job chapter 13, beginning with verse 2. Job chapter 13, beginning with verse 2. The book of Job in the Old Testament, chapter 13, beginning with verse 2. What ye know, the same do I know also. I am not inferior unto you. Surely I would speak to the Almighty, and I desire to reason with God. I desire to reason with God. So we have the ability to speak to the Almighty and to reason with him. Job chapter 9. Job chapter 9, beginning with verse 13. The table of contents is very helpful if you're looking. Job chapter 9, beginning with verse 13. If God will not withdraw his anger, the proud helpers do stoop under him. How much less shall I answer him and choose out my words to reason with him? And choose out my words to reason with him. 
When you go to reason and to talk and to discuss with God, you need to choose your words very carefully. You don't just show up and blurt out any old thing that flops out of your head. No. You choose your words very carefully. Whom, though, I were righteous, yet would I not answer. But I would make my supplication to the judge. I'll make my plea to the judge, to the righteous judge. Amen. So, and so he has given us the power and ability to focus our mind and thought. We have the ability to focus our mind and our thought. Isaiah chapter 26, verse 3. Isaiah chapter 26, verse 3. Thou wilt keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusted in thee. No trust, no focus, no perfect peace. No trust, no focus, no perfect peace. Thou wilt keep him in perfect peace who meets these two requirements, whose mind is focused on the Lord and who trust in the Lord. Psalm 121, beginning with verse 1. Psalm 121, beginning with verse 1. Psalm 121, beginning with verse 1. I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills, from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord which made heaven and earth. So as an act of my will, I focus my attention on my God because he is my help. I do it deliberately. I do it willfully. I do it full of intention, reverence, and worship. Psalm 63, verse 1. Psalm 63, verse 1. O God, thou art my God, early will I seek thee. My soul thirsteth for thee. My flesh longeth for thee in a dry and thirsty land where no water is, where no refreshing is, where no replenishing is, where no recovery is. Early will I seek thee. It does not say early I will roll back over in the sheep. It says early will I seek thee. Not after I've been going for the problem through the problem for a whole week, two weeks, three weeks, a month. No, early. When it starts, I will seek thee. Amen. We can choose by exercising our free will where we will focus our minds, our thoughts and our attention. We have the ability to keep our minds closely on something. We have the strength to concentrate. We can use our thoughts to carefully consider a matter. We can choose to be observant or not. 
we can make the choice of whether something is interesting or important or not worthy of our notice. Attention is the behavioral and cognitive process of selectivity. We choose what we will pay attention to. So we can select of our free will what we will think about. We decide on that. What we will give our attention to, we decide on that. And where we will focus our thoughts, we decide on that. And we are responsible. We can also choose what we will believe and what we will not believe. And we can set the conditions by which we will move from unbelief to believing. We can set the conditions by which we will move from unbelief to believing. The Gospel of John, chapter 20. The Gospel of John, chapter 20, beginning with verse 1. The Gospel of John, chapter 20, beginning with verse 1. The first day of the week comes Mary Magdalene early, when it was yet dark, before sunrise, you see, unto the sepulcher, and seeth the stone taken away from the sepulcher. Then she runneth. It didn't say she was going slow, it said she was running. That means she put some speed with that. And cometh to Simon Peter and to the other disciple whom Jesus loved, and saith unto them, They have taken away the Lord out of the sepulchre, and we know not where they have laid him. Peter therefore went forth, and that other disciple, and came to the sepulchre. So they ran both together, and the other disciple did outrun Peter and came first to the sepulchre. So they were having a little foot race there. And he, stooping down and looking in, saw the linen clothes lie, yet went he not in. Then cometh Simon Peter following him, and went right into the sepulchre, and seeth the linen clothes lie, and the napkin that was about his head, not lying with the linen clothes, but wrapped together in a place by itself. Then went in also that other disciple, which came first to the sepulcher, and he saw and believed. And he saw and believed. He saw and he believed. For as yet they knew not the scripture that he must rise again from the dead. Then the disciples went away again unto their own home. But Mary stood without at the sepulchre weeping. And as she wept, she stooped down and looked into the sepulchre and seeth two angels in white sitting, one at the head and the other at the feet, where the body of Jesus had lain. And they say unto her, Woman, why weepest thou? She saith unto them, 
because they have taken away my Lord, and I know not where they have laid him. And when she had thus said, she turned herself back and saw Jesus standing and knew not that it was Jesus. Jesus saith unto her, Woman, why weepest thou? Whom seekest thou? She, supposing him to be the gardener, saith unto him, Sir, if thou have borne him hence, tell me where thou hast laid him, and I will take him away. Jesus saith unto her, Mary. She turned herself and saith unto him, Rabboni, which is to say, Master. Jesus saith unto her, Touch me not. Some of us need to learn to say that. Touch me not. When you know folks are completely demon-possessed and they come to hug you, three words, touch me not. They work. For I am not yet ascended to my Father, but go to my brethren and say unto them, I ascend unto my Father and your Father and to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene came and told the disciples that she had seen the Lord and that he had spoken these things unto her. Then the same day, at evening, being the first day of the week, when the doors were shut, where the disciples were assembled for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood in the midst and saith unto them, Peace be unto you. Notice it doesn't say the door opened. It doesn't say Peter went for his sword. They were there in fear of the Jews. Okay. And when he had so said, he showed unto them his hands and his side. Then were the disciples glad when they saw the Lord. Then said Jesus to them again, peace be unto you. As my Father hath sent me, even so send I you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and saith unto them, Receive ye the Holy Ghost. Whosoever sins ye remit, they are remitted unto them. And whosoever sins ye retain, they are retained. But Thomas, one of the twelve, called Didymus, was not with them when Jesus came. And the other disciples therefore said unto him, We have seen the Lord. But he said unto them, Except I shall see in his hands the print of the nails and put my finger into the print of the nails and thrust my hand into his side, I will not believe. I will not believe. And many of you have decided in certain circumstances in your life this same thing. I will not believe. When you ought to be believing. You see here, not only did Thomas tell him he wasn't going to believe them, but he set 
the requirements for him to believe. The requirements are thus, except I shall see in his hand the print of the nail, except I shall put my fingers into the print of the nail, except I shall thrust my hand into his side. Only under those conditions will I believe. And many of us have done the same. So we try to play that fleece game with God. I'm going to put out a fleece. What did the Holy Spirit tell you to do that? See, you're supposed to have faith. You've got enough word in you to have faith. You've got enough experience with God to have faith. In fact, he has given to you the measure of faith to believe him. He expects you to use it. And after eight days, eight whole days, again, his disciples were within. And Thomas, amazingly, was with them. Then came Jesus, the doors being shut. So now how did he get in? Nowhere does it say he climbed through a window. That's just not him anyway. And stood in the midst and said, Peace be unto you. It doesn't say he rang a doorbell. It doesn't say he knocked on that door. It says the door is being shut. He came. Then came Jesus. From where? Wherever. Then said he to Thomas, reach hither thy finger. And behold, my hand, and reach hither thy hand, and thrust it into my side, and be not faithless, but believing. Now, when Thomas stood there and gave him the qualifi- gave them those disciples his qualifications for believing, Jesus was not there in his presence. However, you can see that Jesus clearly heard every bit of that conversation. And he hears all of ours, too, the very same way. Every time you said that cuss word, he heard it. Amen. Even if nobody was in the car with you, he heard it. If you call that person out of their name, he heard it. And yes, you did call them out of their name. That was enough. Amen. And when they finally move out of your way, just say thank you. Praise the Lord. And Thomas answered and said unto him, My Lord and my God. Finally, he got in full belief and agreement. Some of us are the same way. Don't look down at him. Look in the mirror. Jesus saith unto him, Thomas, because thou hast seen me, thou hast believed. Blessed are they that have not seen and yet have believed. Now, we all know that we have promises from God, many that we have not seen. But you tell me, I, 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 you, it, 
uh, and I just it's it's not in the bank account. He said, "Blessed are they that have not seen and yet have believed." Well, what about you? You've asked God to do thus and such and thus and such and thus and such. You haven't seen it, but are you yet believing? Hmm. I'll let you answer the Lord. Amen? So we see clearly in this passage that our thinking ability, our own will, and our own reasoning leads us to believe or to disbelieve. The choice is ours alone. Saints, when we choose to use our minds, our thoughts, our attentions upon ourselves, we are operating in what is called self-consciousness. Self-consciousness is a heightened sense of awareness of oneself, of your appearance, what others may think of you, your actions, your words, what others may think of your actions and your words, unduly concerned about possible embarrassment, unduly concerned about possible embarrassment. Many Christians are nervous or uncomfortable because they are worried about what people think about them or about their actions. They are overly concerned about how they are presented in the light of others' opinion of them. Amen? The Gospel of John, chapter 9, beginning with verse 1. The Gospel of John, chapter 9, beginning with verse 1. And as Jesus passed by, he saw a man which was blind from his birth. And his disciples asked him, saying, Master, who did sin, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Jesus answered, Neither have this man sinned, nor his parents, but that the works of God should be made manifest in him. Wow that the works of God should be made manifest in him. This man had been having this trial all his life. Why? So that the works of God could be made manifest and put on display in his life. I must work the works of him that sent me while it is day. The night cometh when no man can work. As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. When he had thus spoken, he spat on the ground and made clay of the spittle. And he anointed the eyes of the blind man with the clay and said unto him, Go wash in the pool of Siloam, which by interpretation means sent. He went his way, therefore, and washed. Did you notice the obedience? He didn't give him 25 questions about how this is supposed to work organically or naturally or what? He didn't ask him what elements of the periodic table were going to be at work. None of that. 
he didn't even ask him which way is the pool of Siloam. He just went. In obedience, he went and washed and came seeing. The neighbors, therefore, you know there's neighbors in every neighborhood, and they which before him, before had seen him that was blind said, Is not this he that sat and begged? Some said, This is he. Others said, He is like him. But he said, I am he. You notice the neighbors always have an opinion, whether it's the truth or a lie or a mixture of facts and alibis. The neighbors have an opinion. Mm-hmm. Therefore said they unto him, How were thine eyes open? He answered and said, A man that is called Jesus made clay. Testimony time. A man that is called Jesus made clay and anointed mine eyes and said unto me, Go to the pool of Siloam and wash. And I went and washed, and I received sight. Did you notice he didn't go through this long story about how long it took him to get to the pool of Siloam? He just got to the point. Then said they unto him, where is he? He said, I know not. They brought to the Pharisees, notice where they decided to go. It wasn't looking for Jesus, it was to the Pharisees. They brought to the Pharisees him that aforetime was blind. And it was the Sabbath day when Jesus made the clay and opened his eyes. Then again, the Pharisees also asked him, how he had received his sight. He said unto them, He put clay upon my eyes, and I washed and do see. Therefore said some of the Pharisees, This man is not of God, because he keepeth not the Sabbath day. Now here they are, back on their tradition. Here this man has never seen, but now he sees, but never mind that. It crossed our tradition. Others said, how can a man that is a sinner do such miracles? And there was a division among them. They say unto the blind man again, sayest thou of him that he has opened thine eyes? He said, he is a prophet. But the Jews did not believe him concerning him, that he had been blind and received his sight until they called the parents of him that had received his sight. And they asked them, saying, Is this your son, who ye say was born blind? How then does he now see? His parents answered them and said, We know that this is our son and that he was born blind. But by what means he seeth now, he now seeth, we know not. Or who has opened his eyes, we know not. He is of age. He is grown. He's a grown man. Ask him. He shall speak for himself. That's what happens when you become an adult. Your parents don't have to speak for you anymore. It's time for you to speak for yourself. But when you speak, you must speak.
right thing. These words spake his parents because they feared the Jews. For the Jews had agreed already that if any man did confess that he was Christ, he should be put out of the synagogue. So they were afraid of being put out of the select group. They were going to be ostracized. People would withdraw from them. They wouldn't be in the clique anymore. Therefore, said his parents, he is of age, ask him. Amen. Because they feared the Jews. It reads, I believe we refer to that as the fear of man, Proverbs 29, 25. Proverbs 29, 25. Proverbs chapter 29, verse 25. The fear of man bringeth a snare, snare, trap. The fear of man brings with it a trap. If you operate in the fear of man, you're already in the trap. But whoso putteth his trust in the Lord shall be safe. So when they come to you and say to you, well, we're having our second pandemic, which, of course, they started. And you have to wear a mask all day long, even though them things don't work, and we all know they don't. Even though they made that up, and we know they did. Well, if you don't do what we say, we're going to fire you. Well, you can always say, Lord, is this time? If he says so, reach in your purse, take out your resignation, and hand it to them. But whoso putteth his trust in the Lord shall be saved. There is a time to say goodbye, you know. There's a time to say hello, and there's a time to say goodbye. Psalm 56, verse 11. Psalm 56, verse 11. Psalm 56. Verse 11, in God have I put my trust. I will not praise what man can do unto me. In God have I put my trust. I will not be afraid of what man can do unto me. Now, we talked a few weeks ago, and we interceded for many of the J6 prisoners. We have talked about uh, Julian Assange and prayed for him. We've talked about other prominent persons who have stuck their necks out, as we call it, to take a stand for what is right. In God have I put my trust. I will not be afraid what man can do unto me. You're going to have to do this. It's lovely to sit in church where it's comfortable and read it. But in real life, where the rubber meets the road, you're going to have to do this. 
you're going to actually have to not be afraid what man can do unto you. We are in the end times, whether you like it or whether you don't. And we are going forward, forward. And forward includes the fact that, yes, those things that are said in Daniel and in the book of Revelation and in other places will happen. He put them there in the scriptures so we would know, understand, and be prepared from the inside out. There's going to come a time where you're going to have to do Psalm 5611. So now is the time to get rid of your fear. Because that's not the time to falter. At that time, it may cost you your salvation. Psalm 118, verse 6. Psalm 118, verse 6. Psalm 118, verse 6. The Lord is on my side. The Lord is on my side. I will not fear. What can man do unto me? Amen? Amen. You know there's a scripture that says not to fear him that can just kill the body. Jesus was talking. He says you need to fear and worship the one who not only kill your body, but he'll put your soul in hell. Shame and embarrassment can hinder, block, and control you if you allow them to. Hmm. Yes. Shame and embarrassment can hinder, block, and control you if you allow them to. The saints of the Most High God, however, are to be filled with and under the control of the Godhead. Godhead. That is not the same as shame and embarrassment. Okay. Jesus is Lord of all. Ill feeling, which often results in the loss of composure, the loss of confidence, and results in feelings of shame or inadequacy, are the derivatives of the flesh and the self-life. This form of humiliation is considered as totally intolerable by those who are filled with and controlled by pride. They become fierce and indignant at the possibility of their own dignity being made to appear as foolish or contemptible. Such persons have wide open doors to the attacks of the enemy, and they have allowed for such. Many such persons choose to hide behind shyness and timidity, but that won't work either. Amen? That 
won't work. No, it's not going to work. Uh Uh-uh. It's not going to work. Amen, it's not going to work. Amen. Amen, it's not going to work. It's not going to work, and it's not going to work. Oh, that's right, Holy Spirit. It's right here. Thank you. That's right. I always keep them here. There we go. Let's go to Mark 4.22. See what, see what Brother Mark has to say. Mark 4.22. Mark 4.22. For there is nothing hid behind shyness or timidity or aloofness or any of that, which shall not be manifested. Ooh, it's going to come out? Oh, yeah. Neither was anything kept secret, but that it should come abroad. See, you can't hide that pride. It's going to pop out when you least expect it. And if you thought you were embarrassed before, it's going to teach you the true meaning of embarrassment. Mm-hmm. That's the way it works. It's not going to stay in your little chest where you blocked it away, thinking that um, it's never going to come out. People can't see this, and they don't know it. Well, I got news for you. The Bible doesn't agree with you. The Bible doesn't agree with you. Luke chapter 12, verse 2. Luke chapter 12, verse 2. For there is nothing covered by your shyness, by your timidity, by your aloofness, by your running away, that shall not be revealed, neither hid, that shall not be known. So if you thought you could hide that from somebody, you made a mistake. Amen? Amen. You made a mistake because that's just not the truth. These persons are far more aware of themselves and concerned about how they appear than they are of the forever present presence of Almighty God. They honor their own perceptions far more than they honor the Lord. They fear the opinions of creatures of dust far more than they reverence the creator of all life. Are you one of them? Are you one of those persons? Let's go to Hebrews chapter 4, beginning with verse 12. Hebrews chapter 4, beginning with verse 12. For the word of God is quick and powerful. It's alive. Yes, it's alive. And powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. Piercing. My, it doesn't just say it glances. No, it pierces. Piercing even 
to the dividing asunder, one side to the other, of soul and spirit, and of the joint and marrow, and is a discerner of the thought and the intents of the heart. The word of God will show you clearly the difference between the thought and the intents of your own heart. You might not like what you see, but it's the truth. Neither is there any creature that is not manifest in his sight. God is not blind. He's the blind man healer. He's not blind. But all things, say all things, are naked and open unto the eyes of him with whom we have to do. Thank you, church. Don't think you can get away with it. Seeing then that we have a great high priest that is passed into the heavens, who can see you telling a lie from heaven. Isn't that interesting? Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our profession. Psalm 44, verse 21. Psalm 44, verse 21. So you passed by that lady, and in your mind you called her fat and ugly. And the Lord heard that. Yes, he did. He heard it. Amen. <laughs> he heard it. <laughs> Psalm 44, verse 21. Shall not God search this out? For he knoweth the secrets of the heart. He knoweth the secrets of the heart. Praise God. See, he really does know you. Sometimes you wish he didn't know you that well, but he does. Psalm 94, beginning with verse 8. Psalm 94, beginning with verse 8. Psalm 94, beginning with verse 8. Understand, ye brutish among the people, and ye fools, when will ye be wise? He that planted the ear, shall he not hear? He that formed the eye, shall he not see? He that chasteneth the heathen, shall he not correct? He that teacheth man knowledge, shall he not know? Why do you think you can get away with it? Hmm, good question. Isaiah chapter 51, Isaiah chapter 51, beginning with verse 1. Hearken to me, listen with the intent of obeying. Hearken to me, ye that follow after righteousness, ye that seek the Lord. Look unto the rock whence ye are hewn and to the whole of the pit whence ye are dead. Look unto Abraham your father, and unto Sarah that bare you. For I called him alone, and blessed him, and increased him. Woo, really? 
For the Lord shall comfort Zion. He will comfort all her waste places, and he will make her wilderness like Eden and her desert like the garden of the Lord. Joy and gladness shall be found therein, thanksgiving and the voice of melody. Hearken unto me, my people, and give ear unto me, O my nation. For a law shall proceed from me, and I will make my judgment to rest for a light of the people. My righteousness is near, my salvation is gone forth, and mine arm shall judge the people. The isle shall wait upon me, and on my arm shall they trust. Here we go again. Verse 6, lift up your eyes to the heavens and look upon the earth beneath, for the heavens shall vanish away like smoke, and the earth shall wax old like a garment, and they that dwell therein shall die in like manner. But my salvation shall be forever, and my righteousness shall not be abolished. Hearken unto me, ye that know righteousness, the people in whose heart is my law. Fear ye not the reproach of men. Fear ye not the reproach of men. Neither be ye afraid of their reveling. For the moth shall eat them up like a garment, and the worm shall eat them like wool. But my righteousness shall be forever, and my salvation from generation to generation. Awake, awake, put on strength, O arm of the Lord. Awake as in the ancient days, in the generations of old. Art thou not it that hath cut Rahab and wounded the dragon? Art thou not it which, which dries the sea, the waters of the great deep? Yes, he's the one that split the water so they could walk through. And hath made the depths of the sea a way for the ransom to pass over? Verse 11, therefore the, the redeemed of the Lord shall return and come with singing unto Zion, and everlasting joy shall be upon their head. They shall obtain gladness and joy, and sorrow and mourning shall flee away. I, even I, am he that comforted you. Who art thou, that thou shouldest be afraid of a man that shall die? and of the Son of Man, which shall be made as grass. And forgettest the Lord thy Maker, that hath stretched forth the heavens and laid the foundations of the earth, and hath feared continually every day because of the fury of the oppressive, as if he were ready to destroy. And where is the fury of the oppressive? The captive exile hasteneth that he may be loosed, and that he should not die in the pit, nor that his bread should fail. But I am the Lord thy God, that divided the sea, whose waves roared. The Lord of hosts is his name. And I have put my words in thy mouth, and I have covered thee in the shadow of mine hand, that I may plant the heavens and lay the foundations of the earth, and say unto Zion, Thou art my people. And so saith the Lord to us even now. Listen to me, you who know the right from the wrong, 
and cherish my laws in your heart. Don't be afraid of people's scorn or their slanderous talk. The time will come when God's redeemed will all come home again. They shall come with singing to Jerusalem, filled with joy and everlasting gladness. Sorrow and mourning will all disappear. I, even I, am he who comforts you with my joy. So what right have you to fear mere mortal men who wither like the grass and disappear? And yet you have no fear of God, your maker. You have forgotten him, the one who spread the stars through the skies and made the earth, and you as well. Will you be in constant dread of men's oppression and fear their anger all day long? Starvation and death are not your fate. Starvation and death are not your fate. For I am the Lord your God, the Lord of hosts, who made a path through the sea right through the roaring waves. I have put my words in your mouth and hidden you safe within my hand. I place the stars in place and form the earth. I say unto you, you are mine. Ezekiel chapter 2, verse 6. Ezekiel chapter 2, verse 6. And thou, son of man, be not afraid of them, neither be afraid of their words. Be not afraid of them, neither be afraid of their words, though briars and thorns be with thee, and thou dost dwell among scorpions. Be not afraid of their words, nor be dismayed at their looks though they be a rebellious house. You're not exactly going out in a world full of Christians who are going to cheer when you show up. You're going out into the real world. They're going to curse your name. They're going to scandalize your name. Get ready. Get tougher. Matthew chapter 25, beginning with verse 24. Matthew chapter 25, beginning with verse 24. Then he which had received the one talent came and said, Lord, I knew thee that thou art an hard man, reaping where thou hast not sown and gathering where thou hast not strong. And I was afraid. Mm-hmm. And I was afraid in sin. And I was afraid backslidden. And I was afraid. And went and hid thy talent in the earth. Hmm. So God gives you an assignment, and you say you can't do it because you're afraid. And so you go hide your talent in the earth. Now, if God really wanted your talent to be hidden in the earth, he could have done that himself. He does not need you to assist Satan. 
I was afraid to pay my tithes because I was already behind on the light bill and because Mhm. Then because I was afraid. Mhm. Okay. So you are afraid to do the assignment that I have arranged for you to show forth my abilities that I have given to you. You are my workmanship. I have created you unto good work that I chose for you. So you're going to sit there and cry and quake and hold on to your little, what used to be called, widow's mite. I can, I can, and I can, and I, and I can. So the circumstances that God has set up for you to get your victory and for you to overcome, you just refuse to walk through them so that other people can see that he is indeed Lord of all. And surely, Lord of your finances, he'll make a way where there has never been a way. Because he is the official way maker. I just can't. I just can't. I just can't. The truth is, you just won't. First John chapter 4, verse 18. First John chapter 4, verse 18. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear, because fear has torment. He that feareth is not made perfect in love, because you see, love trips. Love trusts the object of its love and affection. Mm-hmm. Lord, they're getting quiet on me again. Your self-consciousness will not allow for an unselfish love for others or God to come to the full. Your self-consciousness will not allow for an unselfish love for others or God to come to the Galatians chapter 2, verse 20. Galatians chapter 2, verse 20. Galatians chapter 2, verse 20. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the F-A-I-T-H, by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself For me, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, 
I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Do you not yet understand that you were crucified with Christ and that it is no longer your own life that you live? but rather the life of Christ is to be lived through you with no allowances made for the lifestyle of the flesh. You are no longer debtors indebted to the flesh to live after the flesh. Jesus paid it all, all to him I owe. Sin has left a crimson stain. He washed it white as snow. Philippians chapter 2, verse 5. Philippians chapter 2, verse 5. Philippians chapter 2, verse 5. Let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus. Let this mind be in you. That means ditch that old mess you got in there now that doesn't work and is opposed to the scriptures. Let this mind instead be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Really? Yes, you have to allow for it. It doesn't float down from heaven, kiss you on the top of your head, and say, here I am, here I am, just let me in. No, it doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. No, it doesn't work that way at all. And you know I didn't tell you that it did. Verse 7, but made himself of no reputation. Made of himself no reputation. So, Where goeth your pride and vanity? Your shame, your intimidation, your shyness, your timidity. Amen. Galatians 1.10. Galatians chapter 1, verse 10. Galatians chapter 1, verse 10. For do I now persuade men or God? Or do I seek to please men? For if I yet please men, I should not be the servant of Christ. Are you the servant of Christ? Then speak the words that God has given you to display his character to people. Then he will draw them to himself. Then he will draw them to himself. And I, if I be lifted up from the earth, will draw all men unto me. The servants of God do his will from the heart. From the heart. Let your conversation, lifestyle be without covetousness. You know what you want for yourself. And be content with such things as you have. 
For he has said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee, so that we may boldly say, The Lord is my helper. I will not fear what man shall do unto me. Remember them which have the rule over you, who have spoken unto you the word of God, whose faith follow, considering the end of their conversation and lifestyle. Psalm 119, verse 46. Psalm 119, verse 46. I will speak of thy testimonies also before kings, and will not be ashamed. I won't care what they think of me. I'll say what you tell me to say no matter who I'm standing in front of. Romans chapter 1. Romans chapter 1. Verse 16. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth. I am not ashamed. I'm not too shy. I'm not too timid. I'm not too backward. I'm not too dumb. I am not ashamed. And neither should you be. Stand for the benediction. Are you ashamed, saints? Now our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God, even our Father, which hath loved us and hath given us everlasting consolation and good hope through grace, comfort your heart and establish you in every good word and work. And the church says, Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Pastor loves you. Recast, recast. And then obey. Amen? Amen.